Pints and Pints Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Al and there's Danielle and this guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Pints Podcast. Tights and Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. On the summer of love, Hal Lovelin, how have mercy, and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the Rad Dog, Danielle, the Rad Dog, Danielle Radford. There it is. (laughs) Put your foot in it. Sell it. And lends your house, Lindsay Kelk. I am in my house. I'm Lindsay my house and in my house all the time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's house arrest. It's the year of house arrest. Aye, aye. We're never leaving our homes. This is something we've just been absolutely dying to find out. The one <laughs> Straight question in. Straight on in. everyone's lips has been, who is retribution who's under the masks and hey as reveals go does it get better than t-bar mace and slapjack let me repeat those (laughs) names that somebody came up with who may or may not be the owner of the company t-bar mace and slapjack all of whom did not make the villains roster in the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but have somehow found their way into retribution. They were formerly known as Dio Madden, Dominic Dijakovic, and Shane Thorne. Now they're known as T-Bar, Mace, <laughs> and Slapjack. I gotta find Slapjack. them. There's a, t- there's a tweet <sighs> that I have to... Uh, someone had a fantastic tweet about it uh, that I have to find. Uh, so keep talking, because I gotta look this up. You know what's confusing really about happy. T-Bar is... When you're little in England and you have little like Mary Jane shoes, we call mm-hmm. them tea bars because the shoe looks oh, like a tea bar. It looks it like a tea, like a and the bar goes across. So it, when oh. they said he's tea bar, I'm like, like, like my shoes, like my shoes when I was little. Like he's a tea bar <laughs> shoe. Um, oh, that really Mary Jane's are so that. cute. Yeah, it's like so. Basically, his name is Mary Jane, and it really yeah. took the edge off that for me. I don't think Mace is a bad name. Mace is a thing. It is. It's not Dominic Dijakovic, which is a badass name, but it's it's okay. And then Slapjack's just so close to Flapjack, isn't it? It's just really close to Flapjack. Slapjack is a card game that you play. Sure, fine. Where you lay cards down in rapid succession, and then when a jack appears, you slap the pile. If you're the first one to slap it, you get to keep it. That's what Slapjack is. Is that a game? That's a fucking game I played at summer camp. Is that a game that Vince would play? Vince played it in his youth. Is that what? We, I feel like that's a game Vince oh, really enjoyed there's, in his youth. There's, there's no way that for him, Slapjack doesn't mean tapping somebody on the tip of their dick. There's just no way. <laughs> just no way in that fucking WWE gym at Stanford. He's not like, Slapjack, and then hit somebody hold on in the fucking cock oh, and now he's Shane like you know be a great name slapjack oh i love it get me the australian oh. get me the australian <laughs> we're gonna well, give him the dick slap name <laughs> like, fuck me yeah. i can't find the tweet so i can't i can't fully quote it but someone said something like these were uh what was it t-bar slapjack and and mace. Know, fucking mace. mace um were the other dudes in corn pops gang or something like that and i lost <laughs> my shit <laughs> it's just exactly. yeah well Bless them. Mercedes Martinez and Mia Yim are also part of the group, but we don't I know their names. I so. fucking can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> you Go bring ahead. in Mercedes Martinez and that's what you do to her is you have her uh-huh. in a group with Slapjack and Mace and Applejack and, 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 and Cotton Candy and Bowtie. And, and T-Bone. What are we doing? T-Bone Walk. <laughs> it's, it's T-Bone Walker would have been cool. I know. I'll Since they don't have names yet, can we name them? I don't want to because anything Where? we give them will be better than what they get, and then yeah. I'm going to be sad. 
Mm-hmm. I want to ask why they were like, let's put some funny little dots over Mia's eyebrows. Let's do that. That's what we're going to do for Mia. She's going to get some dots over her eyebrows and Martini, Mercedes Martinez is going to get nothing because the, the makeup artists came near her. She growled and they backed away. As well I, they should have. I mean, My guess is that uh, they put, uh, uh, Vince saw a women in prison documentary. And <laughs> he was like, don't, if you put dots on your face, doesn't it mean you've murdered someone? Uh, so each dot represents the amount of times Mia Yim has spray painted Black's rule on someone's garage <laughs> and then burned it down. That's I, what that represents. I just Biden 2020 can't. anarchy. <laughs> Maybe that's what the dots mean. Maybe that's what the do- let's all believe that that's what the dots mean, and we'll get through this. We'll get through this together. The the dots I've heard, and I don't know if this is true. I'd have to get a closer look. Are Braille for get me the fuck out of this company? <laughs> I would rather do nothing in AEW than be part of Retribution. That's what I think it says. I don't. That's unconfirmed. It's just a rumor at this point. We'll do our best to uh, pursue that active investigation. Hey, maybe the dots are something that mean something to her. And that's and maybe she likes them. Maybe I'm just being mean and she loves the dots. Maybe she's like, yeah, dots. I've never had them before or anything, but sure. I, I do have a challenge for our listeners. Um, I haven't decided on what the nicknames are for next week, so if you guys could please give me what uh, Danielle, Lindsay, and Hal's uh, retribution <laughs> names are. like, just send, them, send them to yes, @typespites. I will pick the best ones, and they will be the nicknames next week. I I'm already, yes, I'm, look, I'm already D-Bar on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I committed to it. It's yeah. what, every time I change my name to a wrestling thing, like three-fourths of my followers are like, I don't understand anything you're talking about. It's like, good. Stay, stay, stay. Stay in your safe space. Stay in your safe space. That's your equivalent of only of OnlyFans is putting wrestling content on Twitter that only some people have access to mentally. Only some fans. I think your I think your retribution name is the street you grew up on. And the sound a wet towel makes when it hits a tile floor. I think that's how you figure out uh uh Oh oh, I gotta pick a street now. Which one's the one that sounds the most devastating? Ooh, uh drum. That's nice. Yeah. That's my mine's gonna name. be uh, mine's gonna be bork thwack, so that's pretty oh. good. Oh, bork thwack, and uh, mine is Rutland. So <laughs> I'm really excited when they have to announce that every time I come to the fucking ring. Speaking of new names, though, WWE putting a lot of new names into the title picture, especially uh, on the women's side, where Zelina Vega has emerged as Oscar's next challenger. I'm so excited. And Cross will take on Bailey. I love both of those. Uh, Zelina Vega, like very quickly, they 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 have transitioned her into a wrestler. I know she knows how to wrestle mm-hmm. and is very talented, but it seems like it's been very quick to to have her go from from being almost exclusively a manager to now in the title picture. Yeah, well, I thought her promo was excellent because when I first heard about this, I'm like, wait, wait, what? Like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, and I do feel like these are both holdover feuds before we get into the road, you know, like before we start moving towards where we're going, because presumably we're going to be getting Bailey Sasha at some point. And Nikki's mm-hmm. been around and in the title picture and messed around a little bit. But the Zelina of it was very exciting because her promo was amazing. Hey, you know, don't even bother asking if I'm ready for Asuka. Because I'm here to tell you that I'm ready for that. The woman's got a good slap on her. I am very excited for that match. I think they could actually pull off a really exciting, fast-paced fun match the two of them together selena's a total package she can talk um she's good in the ring you can see her training while uh while cats look on very bored often on her instagram <laughs> so many um, of them so, so many, many cats. Them. a lot of cats and they don't care at all and uh yeah so you can see her training like she wants this she works very hard she's incredibly good at it and i really think that like Zelina 
is one of those people, I, I, everyone gets better as it goes on, but I think that a lot of people are going to be shocked at how good she is out the box. Like people who didn't realize how, like that she is good at wrestling are going to be really shocked. She is, I mean, I, between her mouth and her moves, she could be the future of the division. And I, that's not, I'm not saying that lightly. It could have been her and Mercedes as the future of the division. This time, because the thing is, retribution won't last forever. No, so, I, mean, I don't think retribution's gonna last this week. Uh, <laughs> I think that when you decide that you, uh, so what we all know that WWE excels at is doing things that are timely. Um, mm-hmm. And when you do something that's timely like this, uh, and you know they don't have a calendar, so it wasn't one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, like this huge thing is about to happen in the world. Let's um, let's see if we can talk about it or or whatever. No. They weren't paying attention. They, they have no fucking idea who Brianna Taylor was, uh, except there, there's one writer right now whose pillow is filled with screams and uh, I, uh, screams of I told you so. But yeah, that's this is what they, I, I, I don't see this lasting another month uh, without, at least without there being like some changes. I do think that this could be a really cool, interesting thing. I just don't think that the Carney Death Star are the people to do it. I do want to say for the title picture, seeing Zelina Vega win her title would be nice to see if she won. And then also Andrade and Angel Garza won the Raw tag titles, which they are now the number one contenders for. That'd be kind of a fun little story there. Love Chances of it happening seems like zero. It seems like it will not happen. I imagine at Retribution all. will clean house before that happens. You know, like uh, that's when the worrying Slapjack thing. Slapjack shows up. You know, <laughs> the trouble is not far behind. Classic Slapjack. That man that we all know and love deeply. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that uh, Lucha House Party is going to challenge for the SmackDown tag titles. Sure. All right. Yeah, that's fine. But I think the more exciting new title contenders are on NXT. Mm. Where Candice LeRae, the mm. Poison Pixie, Yay. will be challenging Io Shirai in what guarantees to be, I hope your barn is insured because it's about to burn the fuck down. Get the Amish! <laughs> Get the Amish. And we have to, another barn. There must have been a women's match here. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be a killer. We'll raise this frame. Also, Kyle O'Reilly from Undisputed Era has become the number one contender to the yeah. NXT Championship and will be challenging Finn Balor. You know what? I watched that gauntlet match and I enjoyed Mm -hmm. it thoroughly. I enjoyed everything on NXT this week. I thought NXT was great this week, as usual. Um, But I really loved the women's match. I really loved the gauntlet Mm -hmm. match. I loved everything they did. I loved Breezango putting out their smart idea for a new gauntlet to get the tag team uh, contenders. I loved all of it. But when the gauntlet match ended and Kyle O'Reilly won, my only thought was good for him. Like, and I just genuinely was mm-hmm. like, this makes me happy. Like, none of this makes me feel weird or conflicted. Mm-hmm. Or it's not difficult. This is a man who has worked really hard, put in all of his time, and I don't think he's gonna win, but good for him. Like, it'll be a great match. I think they will have brilliant chemistry. I think they've known each other a long time, and I'm very excited to watch that match. Yeah, me too. It's there. It, it seems like a a combo that is incapable of having a bad match. Now we know that's a lie. Anybody can have a bad match <laughs> with anybody, but I think they're going to get up for one another and, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Unless someone is sick and shits in the ring, like it's going to at least be an enjoyable match. I understand I'm that's not it. a like uncommon occurrence. Yeah. The, the shitting while you're wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that happens on the reg. So wrestle shits. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestle shit. <laughs> so what they that's why it? they wear two lots of panties. That's what I call it. Keeps it in. <laughs> Keeps it yeah. in. Oh, all the panties are keeping in the shits. Uh-huh. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Keep diapers. that in mind when you're watching your wrestles. Like everyone's just pooping themselves like crazy. <laughs> Smackdown's brought to you by lugs and depends. <laughs> Shit your pants on the rays, get depends. No brown streak, only winning streaks. Depends. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> You're so good at your job, pal. Like it's so it's upsetting. It's really upsetting. It's weird that this is a job, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really isn't is. this a weird job it's to have? Job. Uh, we're going to talk about wrestling crap all the time. Pretty dope. Yeah. Pretty dope. Mm. <laughs> Don't show brown when you're going for the gold. Use the pens. <laughs> Oh, it's a miracle to me that we can still have you on the show. It really is. It yeah, really is. Yeah, we did. <laughs> hey, this is JR for Depends. 
Give it time. After, Give it time. After I take my... Do it. Just commit. After, after I have a blue chew, it's a milk bar in the front and a milk slide in the back. But you never know because I'm wearing the pants. No. There are people at home now and their children are running in and saying, Mommy, Daddy, what's wrong? Like that, And that's on you. That's your fault. Yeah. Someone just crashed a car listening to that and Oops. it's your fault. You can live How with that. How do I say goodbye? <laughs> Sorry. New Japan's G1 Climax Tournament yes. is happening. Oh my God, it What's is. What's going on? What's the update? It's. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. It is happening. Um, I am, full disclosure to our listeners, I don't know how much everyone else has listened to, watched, listened to, watched yet. Um, mm-hmm. I've only watched the first two nights because I was waiting for English commentary and because, like, Mama's busy. Like, I'm real busy. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been able to watch everything that's been on yet. Um, but I did watch the first two nights and it was awesome. It was really good. It made me so happy. I got to see Kotobushi versus Akata on night one. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, so that was amazing. <laughs> I would say if you want to pick like one match to watch for me tonight, I would definitely watch Abusha Okada. Abusha. Abushi Okada, obviously, because my elven prince uh, can do no wrong. Uh, and then the second night was also really good. Oh, God. Um, so the big match was Naito versus Tanahashi, which is exciting because Naito is the double champ again, and he's in the G1. So it's always champ exciting champ. when the champ champ is in the G1. Because it's like, what if he wins? And he wins the briefcase to fight himself. How exciting. Um, <laughs> and a Naito-Tanahashi match is always going to be amazing because they're always incredible. Um, so that was really great. But I would also recommend from that night, I really loved the Kenta-Goto match. Because uh, we all love Kenta. We, we still mourn his terrible time in WWE and um, oh boy. the crimes that were committed against Hideo Itami uh, are being paid back a thousandfold in New Japan as Kenta. Uh, he's killing it. But night two was just a whole barrel of fun. Juice Robinson debuted a new look. Mm. I'm not super into mm. it, but like good for him. It's just that it's an I interesting like it. look. I'll let you check it out, right? But it's like, I'm like, oh, you just... Why have you cut up a button down? I always think that's an interesting visual aesthetic pr- approach. You know, it's like, I'm going to cut up a button down and that will show them that I am anti-authority. I'm like, good for you. It's a yeah. whole mood. Yeah. Um, Yano uh, had a great match against Sonata because we know Yano is full of hijinks. Uh, he has replaced his baby oil with hand sanitizer and I respect that. Yes. I like that message. And Zack Sabre Jr. versus <laughs> Evil, obviously was a was a banger because how could it not be um but yeah the first two nights were just both excellent and i have carved out some time later today to catch up on everything else i think it's going to be a really good season if you i mean i don't enjoy the osprey of it all we don't need to talk about osprey today because i don't think we talk about osprey here he's a bad person and i don't enjoy him um if he was not part of this it would be a dream. Uh, but apart from that, it's like such a great G1. It's going to be a really, really good G1. So G1, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, this fucking year is over. It's a dream, really. So get on board. Get on board. <laughs> yeah, I. so I, uh, uh, again, also full disclosure, I am waiting to get caught up um, on G1. I am also, uh, I am writing a book um which uh lindsay didn't bother to tell me it's hard oh i yeah i don't want people to know because i want them to do it like i want to encourage people but it it, it's it's harder than i might suggest i don't tell you about the crying parts yeah and i'm it's a graphic novel and it's still it's um writing writing a book's hard um but so uh, uh and and taking care of um some health stuff so i am super far behind on g1 i'm catching up all this weekend because i uh, i have a break in things where i can catch up in things and i'm really excited i like i don't know uh, 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 i always i'm looking up for uh, more photos of james robinson because i actually really like the the cut up button down um <laughs> it's very look it's very uh it's very halloween store it's very like he had to put together a costume at the last minute and this is what his mother had and you're just going to wear it and like it. And I do I respect that. the little sleeve. He did. He chopped them in. He chopped into the sleeve to make it look like The way streamers. you cut a bang. Yes. The way you cut bangs is that yeah. you chop up. He chopped into chop that sleeve. And I mean, it's it. very... He chipped the sleeves. It's very quarantine. It's very... He went to his closet and it was very make do amend. It's like, what can mm. I... What do I have to work with? And the answer was 
that one button down he kept from that interview he had that time. So yeah. that's fine. It's Good fine. For Good for it's him. Fun. Yeah, it, it's very, it's very dirty. It's very DIY, but I liked it. But yeah, so I'm really excited uh, to to catch up on all the Elfin Prince uh, shenanigans. So I'll be texting you guys later. Uh, yeah. Oh, not the listeners because I don't have your number. Um, but I'll be <laughs> texting everyone on the Zoom call later to talk about. And you don't uh, want it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about AEW, where <laughs> Wednesday was no ordinary day. It was Miro Day. The former Rusev making his in-ring debut in a tag match with Kip Sabian against Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. Here's uh, my question. First of all, I thought he looked great. Yes. Second of all, were they the heels or the faces? I think they're supposed to be the heels, I but I heels. cannot quite tell. They're heels, right? Because Kip's heels, snarky right? and yeah. like I mean. don't like Joey Janela. Oh, something like I don't connect hmm. with him. I don't, nothing against him personally. I don't like. <laughs> no, character. you don't like him as you a like person. Out with him. You fucking yeah. hate him. I don't like who you stand for or what you are. He's not my cup of tea. Fair. I don't know. Like he's okay. I, there's something about him that just. Uh, like the look makes me think he's a heel because I naturally he didn't, well, want no, to he not is, like he, him. I feel like he's very natural heel energy, um, and I yeah. think the yeah. pairing with Sonny has pulled him into a face position, uh, which is interesting. I I do like their pairing because I love Sonny. I yeah. think mm-hmm. Sonny has everything that you need to be a superstar. I think Sonny is still needs. I'm trying to say it without sounding like a cock because I do love Sonny but I think Sonny still has ways to go before Sonny is has reached Sonny's full potential like I think Sonny could be incredible and I think he's still at the beginning of his wrestling journey skill set wise which is crazy because he's already so good yeah which is crazy mm -hmm. like he he just needs to speed up like I think sometimes watching him he looks a little slow but that's because he's doing awesome stuff. Like he could be yeah. doing really basic stuff and doing it quick, or you can have amazing stuff and it looks a little slow. I'll take it. Um, yeah. But I think working with Joey will bring that on faster because I think Joey is a really talented performer. And because I'm a petty bitch who loves drama, I love anytime Joey and Kip are in the ring together because Kip's fiance, Penelope Ford, used to date Joey Janella and she left Joey Janella for Kip Savian. And baby loves that. Baby needs that in her. Like, I need to see them in the ring together all the time, even though they actually all seem to be on quite good terms. But, you know, yeah. I've watched a lot of soap opera, so I can head imagine cannon. that they hate each other. Yeah, it's fine. It's totally fine. It's, it's your head cannon. Yeah, yeah, no, everyone. That's. I think that that's the thing I love about wrestling is that, like, we can put on all the stuff that we know, and we know that they're such professionals that, for the most part, it's never going to make its way into the ring. They're all going to take care of each other because they all want to work, and no one wants to hurt anyone else. But in my brain, I can make yeah. whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah. And there were some moments yeah. in this match where I know Kip had a nasty fall, and um, you could actually see Joey asking if Kip was okay a couple of times. So I'm like, don't ask if he's okay. You hate him. He stole your girlfriend. <laughs> she was the bad girl Penelope Ford. And now she's super bad Penelope Ford because he stole your girlfriend and kind of your gimmick. Because he's super bad Kip Sabian where you were the bad boy. <laughs> like, I mean, this is madness. Kip Sabian also took a bad fall. Uh, they were checking on him. So oh my I, God, I don't he know. He dropped on his head yeah. over the, over the yeah. rail. Yeah, so oh. like fingers crossed everyone came out of that match okay. I'm like, imagine if Miro got injured on his first match. Yeah. I hope he didn't. I I'm Miro sure he's was, fine. was selling. Yeah, maybe it was just a sell. Uh, it looked like selling just to looked, me. I saw a moment where the ref knows? was kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, maybe it was just a sell and he's fine. I'm, no, sure I'm sorry. He is. Getting injured on your first night is big AEW energy. Like, if, that's <laughs> it why I wouldn't be. believe it. Like, it, it is. would be. Yeah. Um, I know. Especially if it came from a barbed wire chair to the eyeball. Ouchies. Which I know that they're totally fine. Um, but, you know, even if they're not getting injured in the ring, I see that their coronavirus uh, numbers are up <laughs> in the roster. Would you oh, believe? Oh, so weird. But they all so caught, well, Lance Archer caught it from someone who was helping a puppy. That's not his fault. He was, someone was helping a puppy and that's how he got it. Story. I don't know. That doesn't pass the slapjack smell test to me. <laughs> <laughs> like he got it from slapjack when he was taking Mesa's puppy to visit T-Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and Serena Deeb, I understand, is quarantining because she's been in contact with a positive, but she hasn't announced a positive test. She's just quarantining. Because uh, uh, isn't the Performance Center uh, starting to get some of the uh, some of the old Arona? Everyone's getting the old. Everyone, would you believe, that's not 
sticking to CDC guidelines. They be getting the Rona. It's crazy. That's what's happening. It's crazy. Wild. Wild. Wasn't that what the Thunderdome was for? I know. I know. Hopefully everyone's okay. Um, Cody is coming back, but I don't. I would like him to take a little time off. So let's jump right ahead to the <laughs> red hot segment. Well, but it's, no, no, I won't let We're you talk because about his he's job? not coming back, is he? He's coming back Go for ahead. two seconds to show you he dyed his hair back to its natural color, and the reason he's done that is because he's yeah. filming this fucking talent show or whatever game show shit that he's doing. So he's come back for yeah. a hot second, and then he's gonna fuck off and do his sub Miz game show. Uh, so I guess that's what he came to show us that he's dyed his hair. Cool. Couldn't have gotten a cover up while you were at it. Just like throw right? some, derma, some derma blend right up right? on that shit. Just, we should send him some. He might not know about it. Yeah. We should send him some. He's very talented, yep. but it's enough. I need a break. I need a break. I just yep. need a break. It's okay to need a break sometimes. It's if okay you don't need, need a break, break, then don't take a break. I need a break. But what I don't need a break from is the red hot segment <laughs> burning up the charts every single week. It wouldn't be an episode of Touching Bites without it. Lindsay, WTF is G-O with the A-E-W-W-D. What the fuck is going on with the AEW Women's Division? I don't know. I mean... <laughs> I just like... I know, I'm trying really hard with AEW because I have soured on it to the extent it's not even a 180. What's more aggressive is there anything where instead of doing a 180 or a one well or 190 i can't do math um but like where you just actually instead of turning your back to it you just tunnel into the center of the earth until like you just Mm -hmm. don't know it's there anymore because like i hate how much i've turned on it it's really been the it's really borne the brunt of my quarantine misery is like I've taken it out on AEW. I'm like, you were supposed to be here for me. You were supposed to make this easier for me and you've made it harder. You motherfuckers. Um, self-censored there, Julian. That's, that was for you. Um, I, I, there was a match. It was fine, right? Like it was a good match because Thunder Rosa and Sheeta are great. So sure, it was a great match. Um, was it as funny as Ivelisse just no selling halfway through the match last week for no good reason and then getting a few stiff shots in return? No. Um, but is Ivelisse annoyed because they've been signing everyone else who was in that tournament and not them? Yes. Uh, so uh, they signed Serena Deeb, as we mentioned, uh, which is great but she is quarantining now so who knows when she mm-hmm. will be on tv uh just don't really know just don't really know uh oh were there two matches because there was a brandy anna j were there two matches i'm confused i forget because all of AEW is just one amorphous blob of disappointment and misery to me now unless ftr are on and then i'm like yeah ftr um yeah. that's my recap it's it's getting less enthusiastic as the weeks go on. Which is crazy, because uh, when we started doing <laughs> the fuck the fuck is going on with the AWs, when we yeah. started pretty unenthusiastic. Had a, had a bunch of fire yeah. in me, though, then, because I was like, I'm mad, they're going to fix this. And now, like, eight weeks or so into this segment, I'm like, they're not going to fix it. I'm just bringing <sighs> everyone down. Uh, hey, so, you know what? You know, <laughs> you know what's gonna fix this uh, venomous snake bite? The cobra that gave it to me, <laughs> yeah. for sure. I'm this cobra just, is like, also a medical doctor. Sit with it for a while and chat, I'm just and wait for my leg me. to fall off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just let me just fuck the poison out. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> hey, if you have more ideas of how they can beef up the women's division, you know what to do. Go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. The links to those are in our show notes. When we come back. It's time to talk about the real first family of wrestling. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Hey, you like movies? What about coming up with movie ideas over the course of an hour? Because that's what we do every week on Story Break, a writer's room podcast where three Hollywood professionals have an hour to come up with a pitch for a movie or TV show based off of totally zany prompts. Like that time we reimagined Star Wars based on our phone's autocomplete. Luke Skywalker is a family man and it's Star Wars, but it's a good idea. (laughs) How about that time we broke the story of a bunch of Disney Channel original movies based solely on the title and the poster? Okay, Sarah Hyland is a 50-foot woman. Let's just go with it, guys. Or the time we finally cracked the Adobe Photoshop feature film. Stamp tool is your Woody, and then the autofill oh, is the new Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Join us as we have a good time in matching all the movies Hollywood is too cowardly to make. Story Break comes out every Thursday on Maximum Fun. I don't know why I'm using this voice now. Tyson, uh. 
Welcome back to Titan Fights. I'm Hal Loveland and I'm joined today by Danielle Rashford and Lindsay Kelk and Slapjack in spirit. This week we're going to give one <laughs> corner of wrestling one. some extra attention. This is our main event. It's largely considered the first family of wrestling, and it's not the McMahons or the Rhodeses or the Armstrongses. It's the Anoa'is. The American Samoa family has given us tons of great wrestlers for decades. Let's let's dig into the family tree, if you'll indulge me. It's I think it's Tovale or Tovale Anoa'i, who is a blood brother of Peter Maivia, the high chief. From the Isle of Samoa, weighing 285 pounds, High Chief Peter Maivia. Aloha! Married a woman who already had a daughter named Atta, who he adopted as his own. She married Rocky Johnson and gave us The Rock, The Rock and Danny Garcia, who are former spouses, now business partners. Uh, had a child, Simone Johnson, who was a wrestler. Oh, and when we we should be clear when we say blood brother, we don't mean they are related by they have Correct. the same parents. We mean that they it's they a are, sacred yes. kind of ceremony that they do uh, in the culture. Yes, but they are considered family for all intents and purposes. They are family, even if they are not genetically related. Yeah, this to isn't one like another. the same as when you talk about that my play cousin or that's my play <laughs> uncle. Like this is something yes. very important. <laughs> yeah, oh, they didn't this. just work with your dad. Uh, and just like come round a lot like they did a thing they did a thing like it's important yeah <laughs> it means something there were seven children on the anawaii side including afa and sika of course afa became a parent to black pearl or no sorry tamua had black pearl afoa anawaii had rodney anawaii who was known as yokozuna i mr fuji would turn my yokozuma loose Loose again, all your opponents. Yes. 29 of you will fly over the ring one by one. And let me tell you, no. then, my Yokozuma will be winner yes. of a big Royal Rumble. <laughs> and then Sika, his wife Lisa, gave birth to both Matthew and Hawaii, who became Rosie. And making new ring the ring at a combined weight of five. And Liati Joseph Joe Anawai, who you know better as Roman Reigns. But this is my yard. This is my island. This is my ring. This is my WWE. And if you want it, come and take it from me. Arthur Anawai Senior Afa, he and his wife had Samu Manu L.A. Smooth. Hell yeah. And then, of course, Samu is the parent of Lance Anawai. Now, on the other side, Elevera Anawai. <laughs> Jesus. Got married and they, they are had. They so talented, uh, this family. The, the, Fuck them. Elevera Anawai <laughs> took on <laughs> the, the uh, married name of her husband, who, which was Fatu, mm. and their three children were Edward Fatu, Samuel Fatu, and Solofa Fatu, better known as Umaga slash Jamal. This Umaga is an animal of a different kind. He's big, he's nasty, he has no fear. The dangerous savage. This guy is a monster. Tonga Kid slash Tama. You're telling me about the fucking G1 like there's some kind of honor we playing by? Some fucking rules? Tradition? Bitch, who the fuck are you? And Rikishi slash make a difference Fatu. <laughs> no, I didn't do it for me. I did it for The Rock. Uh, Rikishi and his wife, uh, Talisua, mm. 
had Jonathan and Joshua Fatu, as well as Thavana and Jeremiah. Jonathan and Joshua, of course, better known as Jimmy Uso and Jay Uso. It's not paranoia! It's the O's! Oh! Oh! And Jimmy Uso slash Jonathan Fatu is married to Trinity McRae, who you know as Naomi. Now on the other side, the uh, Samuel Fatu, the Tonga kid... Mm-hmm. Gave uh, uh, is is the parent of Jacob Fatu. I'ma finish what I started in Chirac. Let's kick your ass all over the ring, bust your head open all the way to the white meat. These are the Samoans I know, I know. These are the Samoans I know. <laughs> There's just too much fucking talent in that family. Also, why couldn't they have been John and Josh? That's also those are. <laughs> Why'd it have to be Jimmy and John and Josh are just fine? Because Vince needed to own those names. So you you don't give him your real name because then he has power over you. Then he he owns you. It's just like reverse rumble still skin. Like (laughs) he knows your name and then you're fucked for 20 years. No merch. Yeah. So (laughs) Roman, Roman Reigns is, is a cousin is a first cousin of of uh, the Tonga kid Umaga and Rikishi, and then I think a first cousin once removed, or a second cousin with the Usos. But they were all raised; they're relatively the same age, raised together. Everybody considers everybody family, even though Dwayne Johnson is not in the bloodline because his grandfather, the High Chief Peter Maivia, who adopted his mother after marriage, he is part of that Samoan dynasty. Uh, as is technically his father, Rocky Johnson, who married in and then divorced from that family. It's like my family, but none of them are in jail. It's nice. <laughs> That's right. Good for y'all. Yeah. He did, he did it. It's, I mean, the amount of talent and what that family as a whole has given to the industry, every single part of it, from the people who were the biggest stars in the industry, of which among those names, there are several. Right. Crazy. Who were crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like top undisputed top guys undisputed like legends like first round pick uh hall of mm-hmm. famers like craziness yeah down to guys like uh, like the tonga kid who was a a really gr- like it it the, they're they bottom out at great hand as they would say in the industry like somebody who came in worked hard had really good matches was able to connect with the audience I, it just blows my mind. And none of them phone it in either. Like some, and I'm sorry, there are, look, there are people fucking, I'm sorry, Dominic, but I got to stop seeing you <laughs> wrestle all the fucking wrestling. You're not fucking wrestler, Dominic. You're working at it. And I think that that's great. And I can't wait to see with years of training where you end up. I don't want well, to see Well, you're not going right to see now. that, Danielle, because we're too busy trying to work out whether or not his sister is the biological child of Rey Mysterio, because that's not I tired. Can't do I it we went anymore. off track, Why and I'm we... sorry, but I can't move can we let go Rey back Mys- to this, please. <laughs> can we let Rey Mysterio just have his fucking kids? Just his kids are his fucking kids. Why are we doing... Anyway, but like, it's no one in that family has you could never accuse any of them like the like the fucking like the guerreros you could never accuse any of them of skating by on their name of not like working to the top of their ability of not killing it and there are quite a few people in the wrestling business who they they are more than happy to skate on their name and often audiences will be like nah dude like we don't care who your daddy was like you got to be really really good and i firmly believe that any of these dudes could come in um, it's hard because they're Samoan, so we'd all assume. But any of these dudes could come in, um, never mention that they were a part of this family, never mention that they were part of this dynasty, and kill it on their own without any of us knowing any of their connections. Um, now, granted, yeah, it would be a little bit like when Tori Spelling was like, hmm, remember that time I auditioned for 90210 and like no one knew that I was me? Bitch, they did. Um, it would be a little like that. But I do think, you know, if they were able to uh, fully to talk about the Guerreros, if they were able to pull a Kevin and just come in <laughs> and act, you know, maybe do some white face, I don't know, act like they were someone else and uh, they would be able to come in and kill it on their own. And that is, um, that speaks very highly to, um, how proud they are of their legacy and the fact that they don't want to be the leak, the, like the, the, the weak link in this chain of amazing wrestlers. 
Mm-hmm. Am I rambling? I've yeah. got a lot of coffee. No, we no. got you. We followed you. No, no. Even there are even a few people who are sort of on the outskirts of the family. Uh, one being Lena Fanene, or better known as Nia Jax, mm-hmm. who is a cousin of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but outside of the lineage we've discussed so far. So not so an actual she's an actual um blood cousin, genetic cousin. To Dwayne the Rock Johnson, she's in that fa- in his side of the family tree, but that would connect her to the yes. grander lineage because he is part of that lineage. Also, we have uh, Tanoi Reed, who is the great nephew of wrestling promoter Leah Maivia, which is Peter Maivia's wife. Mm. He is known as Toa on the New American Gladiators, uh, so an American Gladiator, an American Samoa Gladiator, and of course Sean Maluda is the nephew of Afa Anoa'i and participated in the first ever. Cruiserweight Classic tournament, mm. so they're they're everywhere. It feels like the the hallmarks of of all of these guys is as great as their uh, just from interviews and 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 hearing other wrestlers speak is everything they do looks devastating and doesn't feel like barely mm. touches you at all. Like you are never in better care in the ring than when you're working with a member of the Anawai family, and, which is. I love her. Except maybe not. I love well, her. Well, she's I on the outskirts. Her. But but also, they're all like a family of like badass getting in bar fights. Yeah! And the shit out of you. Like Dwayne the Rock Johnson was a bad child. Uh-huh. He was not a – he was not the rock you see now who – who is inspirational except for occasionally hosting dumb as fuck house parties during a pandemic and then – and then coming back and telling everybody to wear a mask. Come on, Dwayne. You're better than that. Yeah, but, you that. know, he, he paid penance for that, Hal, by tearing the – electric gate off his house so you know he just wanted you to know he's working through some stuff did we all see mm-hmm. that did we all see when he posted that on instagram where he had well, torn the electric gate off his house that should be the next match instead of a match between roman uh, and his cousin we should get a gate tearing match i just i oh gate on a pole i don't know how we want to do this but it's important i want to see it <laughs> Whoever tears the gate off first is the actual father of Rey Mysterio's daughter. <laughs> there it is. By the way, uh, how much fucking is going on between that couple outside of the marriage if we're constantly questioning whose parent is who? Like, no judgment. It's really just a quantitative question. They're sexy people. So they're sexy. I, I don't know. People. A lot of fucking. And we don't know what we don't know what arrangement anyone might have. We don't. No, we don't. We, we don't, don't judge. We don't. We don't. <laughs> I just want to make sure this is some weird DOS thing where everybody's getting branded and just fucking whoever, <laughs> and then they all have kids. Oh. And I'll tell you what, if 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 Keith Rainier be, is the parent of all the <laughs> I just children, think if anyone tries so to brand you, listeners, if anyone tries to brand you, yeah, walk away. Well, I mean, that's maybe the that's maybe should be anyone's line in the sand being branded. My earliest memory is volleyball. So weird. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, anyway. it smelled like flesh, but I just told her that no, don't. Uh, Everybody should watch the vow unless yeah. you're very yeah, so sensitive great. to cults. But if you fucking love a cult, you should watch the vow. If you love a cult, I love a cult. I love a cult. I follow Cabana. a cult on Instagram. Cult oh yeah, I love a cult and a cult. So it's my dream. It's yeah. been my All dream. All kinds of cults. Give me a cult. So Except this horse. Sunday, Samoans are front and center as Jay Uso. Faces the biggest singles match of his career against Roman Reigns, who is continuing to develop as a heel. And they've 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 worked the family connection throughout. Where where would you hope to see this go? Um, gosh, honestly, I want um because with the Usos, because obviously, like uh, they're fucking twins. Um, not that kind of twin we all think they are, by the way. They're the other kind. They're the um. The, fraternal. The, fraternal. Yeah, they're fraternal, which is crazy um, because they have the same face and body. Um, but I I don't worry when you give one of them a win um, in a solo's career, solo career that they're suddenly going to like split up the uses. Even if they do, they have the same fucking face. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> You're not going to keep them apart for very long. Same face. I'm so, always sad that they haven't used more twin magic with the Usos, honestly. Like, right. I would love to have them come out in the Bella's old outfits with the uh, with the sparkles on the legs yeah. and do some oh, twin the magic. Bell bottoms? Yeah, some sweet bell bottoms with like the navel slash and uh, sure. do some twin magic. I, I'm I'm down for that when they relaunch the Usos again. <laughs> when they get out of the penitentiary. 
when they get out of the penitentiary. Um, sure. But yeah, no, so I, I'm not worried about that. Like, that's not one of those things where they, they're always going to be drawn back to each other. Um, I'm excited to see his career. I want him to beat, I want him to beat Roman Reigns. I want it. I want to see, I want to see Roman uh, uh, get the fucking bricks beat off of him uh, very, very badly. That's what I want. I feel like this is going to be the full confirmation of his heel turn in that yeah. he's going to like murder his cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and same as Danielle, mm-hmm. I would be down for it to end in a DQ because of the murderings. Uh, I also, I want twin act. I'm married to a twin. I'm aware of the twin, the twin shenanigans. Like the other <laughs> twin has to come out and be like, that's my twin. That's like part of the thing that they do. They got it. Shenana um, twins. Yeah, Shenana twins. Um, so I need both twins at the ring. I might need Naomi at the ring. I might need them both like over Jay's prone body saying, leave him alone. He's already dead. I might need that. I might need Rikishi there. It's hard to I need to every say. available Samoan. Every yeah, available. I, I don't need Naya. Call all Samoans. Call all Samoans. Anyone that's around and in the Florida area and not worried about catching COVID, uh, I need them there. Um, sanitize them on the way in it's super cool uh but yeah i i think i need to see like a full-on murdering like i need to see just extreme violence for roman to say this just does not matter to me i do not care about you i am separating myself i am me and i am gonna be this and then I need Paul Heyman to be stood at the side going like, Yes, uh, evil Mr. white Burns. man, tear yeah. apart this beautiful yeah. brown family. <laughs> Give me this. Down. Give me this tear right now down. so that when they come back and they, and, and they beat the bricks off of Roman, then yes, that is exactly yeah. what I need. Which we could even have on Raw. Like, I'm absolutely down for, you know, Team Samoa to come out then and beat the living shit out of Roman on Raw and, and like, pay him back, yeah. you know? Like, I'm down for that. Uh, But I think this needs to be extreme violence. I really do. And I'm not someone who often says, please may I have extreme violence. But in this instance, Mm -hmm. it's 2020 and I want it. If you're at the point where you're willing to beat someone that you love that, or just lay hands on someone that you love that much, and obviously this is like in a a wrestling connotation, the idea is is that it's so fucking bad that like you are beating the shit out of them. It's got to be like kids beating each other up. It's got to be, I want to see, I don't even need it to be classy or stylish or cool. I need to see like slapping and kicking and just like. Give me a windmill. I'm fine. Just a good old (laughs) arm windmill. Just like maybe Roman could yep. hold his hand out on Jay's forehead while Jay just windmills his arms. <laughs> like, you took my cornbread that one time when we were seven and you said you wouldn't and you took it. Like, I need it to go that deep. I need it to go that yes. deep. Decades yeah. of angst. Yeah. What do you want to see, people who are listening? Don't yell it at whatever you're listening on. We can't hear you. What you can do is connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord via the links in our show notes. We'll be back after this break with some things from the wrestling world that you should know about. This is Tights and Fights. Hey, I'm Bria Grant, an e-reader who loves spoilers and chocolate. And I'm Mallory O'Mara, a print book collector who will murder you if you spoil a book for me. And we're the hosts of Reading Glasses, a podcast designed to help you read better. Over the past few years, we've figured out why people read. Self-improvement. Escapism. To distract ourselves from the world burning down. And why they don't. Not enough time. Not knowing what to read. And being overwhelmed by the number on their TBR list. And we're here to help you with that. We will help you conquer your TBR pile while probably adding a bunch of books to it. Reading glasses. Every week on MaximumFun.org. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. And Slapjack. This week, we want to end the show by sharing some of the joy of wrestling with you. This is the three count. Danielle, what would you like to put over? I am putting over uh, uh, Trinity. I'm putting over Naomi, who disclosed, I believe, um, this week, her um, dealing with, she had to get uh, fibroid removed or several fibroids. And when she talked about that, which she has been through so much, that lady. 
Um, and so I want to put her over uh, just for like, you don't have to tell us shit and in our fucking business. Um, but thank you for that. And also to bring in awareness, man. Uh, I, uh, fibroids affect uh, everyone. They affect black ladies a whole bunch. Um, and as I've talked about in many different places, no one takes us seriously when we're in pain. They think we're trying to get drugs. And it's like, we know where to buy the drugs, you guys. Why am I bothering a doctor for drugs? I know where to buy drugs. And I, it's not... It's not cheaper to go to a doctor to get drugs. You just get the prescription. It's like, I don't have to pay a copay if I ask my bud who I know has Vicos, my dude. They don't even give you good drugs for fibroids anyway. So why would you lie? Why would you lie? It's so annoying. Wishing her, you know, uh, uh, just continued recovery. She's a fucking badass. She is the goat. She is the shit. I love Trinity. I love Naomi. I want her on my screen all the time. And also just a side note, since I'm putting people over, uh, just Mick Foley, just uh, A, because he and many wrestlers that I love are doing very cute things. Um, him and RJ have been very adorable together. And and also just because he's fucking Mick Foley and I love him, but he talks his shit in a kind Mick Foley way. So uh, just for no good reason at all, just also Mick Foley. There you go. Lindsay, what would you like to put over? I was going to put over the G1, and then I was going to put over the Women's Battle Royal on NXT. Casey! Because it was so good, and you should watch it. But then I decided we needed... I really wanted to put over the five members of Retribution, because I preemptively want to apologize for them for how dark this this podcast is going to be for them as this goes forward. I'm like, you know what? These are all people who have worked really hard and yes. are all really talented performers. Yes. And... I fucking love at least three out of the five of them. Like, I'm not the biggest Shane Thorne fan in the whole wide world. I'm like, whatever, he seems fine. Um, I loved Nick Miller. I was a Nick Miller stan, so it's, it's never been Shane for me. And I don't know Dio's work especially well, but I love Dominic Dijakovic. I love Mercedes Martinez. I love Mia Yim. I'm gutted that Mia didn't get the NXT Women's Gold before she went up. Like, that really breaks my heart. So... I just wanted to give them a special shout out for being fucking great and awesome performers. And I'm pumped that they have a front and center opportunity. So before I start with what I'm almost certainly going to start to do, Mm -hmm. uh, because you've been saddled with a gimmick in a situation I'm not sure about. Uh, My job is to talk about the things I'm not sure about. So I just wanted to preemptively apologize and give them their moment in the sun for the work that they have done and the people who they are. I won't use their new names. I will not in this instance. But uh, yeah, I just want to put over, don't you do it, Hal. Don't you do it. Don't you say it. That's okay. Mia Mia and Mercedes are still untouched as of right now. I assume they will just get My Little Pony names from 1987. Like, they'll just, one will be Wind Whistler and one will be what was it morning glory like there'll be morning glory and wind whistler maybe cotton candy i don't know that might be too cute bow tie um apple jack was a my little pony which is apple very jack close is good, very, very close. close still is still is um, wait did apple jack die yeah <laughs> i'd like to did put you not over apple jack <laughs> Oh my God, Al, did you not get that blessing. May your memory be a blessing. What, is she Jewish? May she live on mm-hmm. in Slapjack. That's what I say. May Apple, she live on Apple in Slapjack. It's canon. Applejack Horowitz. Applejack is canonically Jewish. May her memory be a blessing. I want to put over whoever at AEW keeps putting peanut butter on my chocolate and chocolate in my peanut butter by having Chris Jericho and MJF talk to one another but it happened again a lot of people didn't like it but guess what i did and now you're gonna have to listen to a clip of it because you cannot pause or stop listening (laughs) what's up christopher maxwell i gotta be honest because i am an honest man i heard what went down and the fact that that dribbling little runt would disrespect you like that tonight deplorable yeah it is deplorable It's, it's it's quite it's quite hilarious as well but Especially, you know, coming from you, the, the undefeated, undisputed, uncrowned AEW world champion of All Elite Wrestling. Oh, that, right. that, that actually means a lot to me. Let me tell you something, Christopher. Mm-hmm. You saying that coming from you? Chris Jericho, the man, the myth, the legend, the champion? Come on, baby! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! The demo god! That means an awful lot. Yeah, you know? Let them keep talking to each other forever. It's fine. That is it for us this week. If you're listening to this the day of release and it's earlier in the day, the Thrilling Adventure Hour is performing live 
Saturday, the 26th of September. Do you remember the 26th night of September? Demi doesn't The Thrilling Adventure Hour did a Choose Your Own Adventure. We're doing a first ever Choose Your Own Adventure show. You will pick the scripts that we perform. All we have to do is prepare all six of them and see which ones come up. It's going to be a lot of fun. (laughs) Go to Thrilling ADV on Twitter to find out information and tickets, or you can follow me, Hal Lublin, on Twitter. I posted about it a bunch as well. It will be available for purchase after the live show if it's been like any of the other ones that we've done. But... Uh, check that out, and I don't know if the Night Vale show that happened last night is also available to watch after the fact. If it is, check out Sandstorm with a brand new Steve Carlsberg part that we had never before done. Fuck yeah! Got to perform it for the first time, and that's that's all my stuff. Danielle? Oh jeez, I don't think I don't know. I don't think I have anything. I'm on um, I'm on vacation from a bunch of the places where people would usually see me, but like still go to those places, I guess. Um, I'll be back. Uh, uh, I'm taking uh, some time off uh, uh, for my brain, learning how to stick and poke tattoo. Uh, uh, nothing, nothing bad or stupid happening on this foot, probably. I think I'm gonna tattoo the word "sure" on my foot, but I haven't decided yet. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm writing a book, man. Uh, I it's not I haven't it's not announced, so I can't really like talk. About it, but I think I can say that I'm doing it right. So I'm writing a fucking, I'm writing a, a fucking book, and it'll be fun. And I hope that you like it. And uh, follow me on my stuff. Uh, I uh, am doing things that make me feel good. And right now, having strangers tell me I'm pretty makes me feel fucking dope. So I am on Instagram <laughs> a lot, and it is irritating as shit. So go find me at Danielle underscore Radford. Um, you can find me on my Twitter at Danielle Radford, where I'm either yelling about how hard it is to be black and gay, or I'm making fun of '80s movies. Who Fucking nose, bye. Lindsay. Uh, I'd like to put over Danielle for being pretty. Because uh, it's a fact. Uh, it's a fact. And she same, needs it. Same. So she can have it. Um, I'd also like to put over our listener, Tim, who sent me a photo of, um, I don't know if you, I've mentioned this, but I have a new book out called In Case You Missed It. And it is featured as one of the best new paperbacks in People magazine this week. Which is terribly yeah, exciting. Is. And Tim alerted my, me to, uh, alerted my, atten- I lost words. Tim let me know uh, that, that it was in people. So thank you, Titan Fights listener, Tim. We love you. Uh, and yeah, that book. Go go read that book, please. Please buy that book. Like, just think about it or get it from the library. Just don't steal it. Like, you can get it from the yes. library uh, or you can, you know, download it to your Kindle or you can buy it from the store. But, like, don't steal it. Um, I'm not saying don't steal anything. But like you know, we've all we've all thought about these things. But I, I it would reflect badly on me if I encourage you to steal it. So you know, if it's not in your budget, the library is a wonderful place. Or you um, go to Audible. Make them get it. Or go I'm, to Audible. Uh, yeah, there is I am listening. Yeah, I am listening to it on Audible. Um, I texted Kel because like the lady doing the audio, it does. She doesn't sound exactly like Kelp. It's a new lady. Thanks to Danielle's feedback, largely, it's a new lady who (laughs) sounds slightly more like me than the old lady, who was also great and did all the old books. I cost someone her job. Oh, wow. You gave someone else a job. Oh, no. But no, like this lady, she... She's clearly listened to Kelk. Like I, I would, I would go on. I would guess that she has listened to Lindsay because her audio is available. You can I hope her. she's listening to this right now. I hope she is. <laughs> but no, she does a really good job. And like, it's not, it's not exactly Lindsay, but you feel like you're in the room with Lindsay sometimes, and it's a very weird and unsettling. It's nice. Which no one is, and no one has been since March. So, <laughs> like, this is the best way to live that experience. It's called in case you That's missed right. it. Get it. It's good. Check it out, folks. Our producer, Julian Burrell, would like to congratulate the Clippers on 50 years of mediocrity, just like a Lakers fan. <laughs> you also like the Yankees because you guys are exactly the same. You have something <laughs> to plug, though, too. I'm going to ignore What's that Yankees on, comment. Anyway. Uh, you know it's true. <laughs> oh, God, I hate the Yankees. If anybody of you are uh, Max Fun members, uh, you guys can go listen to a really cool panel that I did with Clint McElroy from the various McElroy family of shows and uh, James from Minority Corner. We talked a lot about comic books the entire time. Uh, those of you who tuned in live and are at the uh, the top two levels of Max Fund membership. Thank you guys so much for watching it. And the rest of you, you guys uh, should be in your bonus feeds uh, sometime in the coming weeks. So I hope you guys really like it and you enjoy it and you tell them that you liked it because then maybe I'll get to do it again. 
Well, we all hope so. You better get to do it again. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. He's going on tour to drive-ins. Sorry. (laughs) He's doing like a drive-in tour. tour. He's doing a drive-in tour with Hannibal Burris. Check him out. I think they're in Pennsylvania or we're just in Pennsylvania. He's there right now. He's doing it right now. So go go. go check him out. It's happening right now. I hope you're watching it. Get in your car. Keep up with us all week long on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all those are in our show notes. If you love what we do, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all of your friends. Thank you so much to the Max Fund members who make this show possible. Buy our t-shirt. All right, folks. We'll be back next week to talk about even more. You guessed it. Wrestling. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported